What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. Hey, National 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Hanging out with me as usual via remote, super remote, his little brother Nico, and I am, of course, Corey DLG. Hello, hello. What's uh, what's going on, buddy? How have you been? Well, I've been, you know, living the life. By that, I mean doing nothing, because it's great. We are we are living the quarantina lifestyle. Right. Like it's, it's like living the local, but opposite. Right. <laughs> Living La Vida conservative. <laughs> Living La Vida boring. Oh, oh. white boy got it. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, yeah, it's not a lot going on. Um, I guess I, sh- I guess that's not really true. There's actually been some decent stuff going on this week, but it's been kind of a calmer week, so to speak. Yeah. Um, did you get your stimulus check yet, sir? Uh, no. No? Yeah. Have you checked with the IRS? What's going on, buddy? I don't think I get one because of the way I did my taxes. Did you make yourself a dependent because of mommy and daddy? Yeah, probably. Because yeah, I don't, I really don't remember. Because I didn't qualify because I had to pay taxes. Yeah, but I had to. Well, but you were gonna have to pay anyway because you and I uh, were ten ninety nine for that job, so we were contractors. That's true. So you were gonna have to pay anyway, but you probably didn't pay. Didn't you tell me you only paid like five hundred bucks? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's not enough. Yeah, you probably were dependent because you just put your business out there. But that's all right. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. It's okay. Well, I mean, I, it's not. A, it's not a mystery. I live at home. <laughs> Right. Also, taxes are public information. Right. Nobody looked that up. Nobody. Um, <laughs> yeah, five hundred bucks for what we earned for that summer. Basically, yeah, you're, you're a dependent. Good for me, I guess. Like, yeah, it works out. Um, you're young and indulge it and embrace it. Listen as long as possible. Right. Right. Exactly. Because <laughs> then one one day you'll have to move out and learn the value of a dollar, and that that's not fun. No, yeah. Um, yeah, so I got my stimulus check. Yeah, so the strippers are coming tonight, so get pumped. I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the ladies. Uh, just like glitter bombs everywhere. As you do. Yeah, well, yeah, why not? I, I roll three inches deep in the glitter. You know me. It's a terrible, terrible idea. It'll be there. <laughs> It'll be there until the end of time. It really will be. Adele rolls in the deep. I roll in the glitter. The paleontologists will be able to find it still in this location. They were like, some magic ritual must have been performed here. <laughs> oh God! If that's what they wind up, you know what? That is, that is a hundred percent what they'll wind up calling whatever it is that I would do with some strippers, which we don't have to go into in public. That is exactly what they'll call it. That's what we call it now when they're like. Some pagans were here, and they performed a ritual. It's like, yeah, sure, that's what they did. Let's not <laughs> yeah. let's not remember how, how terrible humanity was. Right. Let's not think back to what pagans do when there's six of them in a room together. <laughs> it's a ritual. <laughs> we'll call it what we call it. We'll figure that out when we get there. <laughs> it's it's like parent polite speak. Yeah. So there they were performing the ritual. Right, and it's like, is that what was going on? <laughs> Speaking of parents and rituals, I finished the Runaways. This is the. I did not segue. know where you were going with that segue. I honestly, I was terrified for whatever you were about to say next. But Look, okay. that worked perfectly. <laughs> it came out way better than I thought it would. I'm not going to lie about that. uh okay so what'd you think of the runaways um it was good it was it's only three seasons so it's not like the longest show ever uh it's something to do in this uh so i got i got to watching it with my mom okay all right uh what old old mommers think oh she she absolutely loved it she was hooked on like episode one it's because she doesn't know it but she's a super villain too 
Yeah, so. no, it's a, it's it's a, it's a secret that she doesn't know. That. <laughs> She's like, these parents are so relatable. You're, they're the bad guys. They're so relatable. <laughs> Although it does do a good job of like showing them like all the hard decisions that they have to make, and then yeah, for sure, because they think they're doing it for the right reasons. Right. It's always the wrong reason, though. Right. It's also always the wrong choice. Yeah. Like, like at one point, they're like, well, if we fight them, they have to come home. It's like, that's the exact opposite of what you would do. <laughs> right. It's like you don't have kids at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're teenagers. They're definitely going to come home after you fight them. Right. Exactly. I remember one time I got in an argument with my mom when I was like 16, and I literally stormed off to work. Like... I got in my car, and I drove angry to the front of the neighborhood to go to work. And she followed me up there thinking that I was, like, running away. And <laughs> when I got to work, I get out of my car, and she's in the parking lot. And she's like, where are you going? We're not done. And I was like, I have to go to my job, and I don't want to yell at you anymore. <laughs> and she was like, this is weirdly responsible. I don't know what to do here. And I was like, yeah, like, what's the play? You have no play. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're the crazy person yelling in the parking lot now. <laughs> but you get stuck at those times, right? Like, like you want to storm off, but there's really nowhere to go. So you're like, oh, right, you yeah. I have to be at work. <laughs> uh, you know what? I have work in 10 minutes. I'm just going to wait in the parking lot and then go to work. <laughs> so I was like half an hour early. Like In the store, they were like, what are you doing here? And I was like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> 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 but yeah so yeah it's like they don't even have teenagers but you know that's coming like you know every parent's like I can make them do this no no you really can't that's what happens when they become teenagers they're it's gonna do the opposite it's overconfidence in your abilities uh, Chris D'Elia uh, has a comedy special on Netflix mm-hmm. I don't remember what it's called something about pain or something Anyway, he talks about in it, he, he was a good kid. He never did drugs or alcohol because his parents were, like, too understanding. So he never knew what the rules were or how to break them. <laughs> He's like, I don't think I was a good kid. I just think my parents confused me enough that I couldn't break the rules. And he says they're like, listen, we know drugs or alcohol are out there. And we know that, you're, that you might want to do them, and we don't want you to do them. But if you do do them just know that we want you to be safe and he was like so do i do i want to (laughs) what rule do i break there (laughs) yeah like the only thing you could do is like be as least safe as possible (laughs) but like you don't want to do that because you're endangering yourself (laughs) so then it's like uh yeah i I guess (laughs) I guess I won't. Hey, kid, do you want to do drugs or alcohol? I, I don't think so. I, I don't know. My parents weren't clear. <laughs> like, they said they, they wouldn't be mad, but I have a feeling they might be. But they want me to be safe. Right. But like, and they're very understanding. I don't... You know, no. I, I gotta think about this some more. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, kids at home, don't do drugs. Don't do alcohol. Um, right, yeah. Not a rule, just trust me it's not as fun as you think it is no it really isn't like there's always a morning after one there's always a morning after and two it's expensive you save your money for things you also want to do yeah that's that's a good point too you know we did a i did a budget one time um this is this is back in the rough days for Corey dlg i was living in an apartment with some buddies of mine uh i was uh very single and at the time like trying to date all the time so like going out a lot and me, at the end of the month, like, I, I was making a lot of money at the time. And at the end of the month, I was broke. And me and my buddy were like, Corey, you make too much money. Like, how are you broke right now? And so we literally had to sit down. And I think we figured out I had spent like $1,300 at the bar that month. Oh, Lord. And it was like, you might be going out too much. I think I think that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going out too much, Corey. I was it's only when you itemize things that you realize, like how oh, much you realize you how much you spend. Oh yeah, on, on anything. Like now that the budget apps like tell you, it's like, hey, you said you only spend two hundred dollars a month on fast food. Well, this month you've spent four hundred and twelve dollars. You're like, listen, 
that's a lot of money. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it's different when you're like, ah, oh, I still like, if you look at your account balance and you're like, oh, it's not that different. But like when you go through it, you're like, you could have had $1,200 right now, but you decided <laughs> not to. <laughs> it's like, oh, don't do this to me. <laughs> You've eaten $1,200 in the past 17 weeks. And you're like, oh my God. Oh my God. Run those numbers again. <laughs> And they're like, oh, you're right. We made a mistake. $1,800. Oh, 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 oh. We forgot that buffet. $1,850. <laughs> they're like, all right. You know what? <laughs> you know what? We don't have to keep tallying it up. It's fine. I'm sure, I'm sure that's a good number. <laughs> yeah. And then what? you're like, well, how do I compare to the average? <laughs> <laughs> that's always that's... <laughs> even worse. The worst news on the planet is when you look at the average for anything when you're trying to feel better about yourself. Like, I'm a fat guy, so I had one of those, like, food tracking weight apps for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And what I was like, okay, but what's everyone else eating? It was, like, way less. Yeah. <laughs> the app was like, you don't, are you sure? Are you clicking this icon? It was, like, double blinking at me, like, don't do it. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I immediately was like, you know what? Maybe I don't need this app. Maybe, maybe I need a cheaper app with less information. Is there a broken one of these that's really glitchy that I can use? Like... The one where I can only select one option when I say meat. <laughs> yeah. I don't really need to be tracking all of this, do I? <laughs> oh, man. It's never good news. It's never good mm, news. Never. It's also never good news when you get alerts from your apps. I always turn notifications off no matter what it is because <laughs> the only thing. <laughs> like, it's he like, would you like... to live in a world where there's no bad news. So he's like, just turn my notifications off. Don't worry about it. They're like, yeah, just don't, just don't tell me anything. <laughs> I'll find out when I open this app four times a month. <laughs> well, I'll find out when I check because something that's supposed to work doesn't work. <laughs> Why is my card being declined? Oh, I've been broke for four days. Oh. oh. That's what, what notifications would have been for. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Victoria, <laughs> Victoria said that to me one time. and It's kind of throwing her out there. But she says... Sometimes I just don't look at my bank account and just assume I have money in there. <laughs> it's almost the same thing as having money. I don't like I don't see a problem. <laughs> I should have money. It's like having money is the next best thing to thinking you have money. Right, yeah. Like if you think you have money, you're fine. Like that's literally like every con man and like every docu-series ever <laughs> is always, it's like yeah, he rolled up in his 20 Rolls Royces, took me to his mansion, we did cocaine for four hours. And then I found out he rented all of those things, including the cocaine. Right, we rolled all the cocaine. <laughs> well, that's like, um, man, they just had released another one called Operation Odessa. Have you watched oh, this is, one? Is that, the, is that the, 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 the shoot-up in Odessa, Texas? No, no, although oh. I do want to know what happens there. No, this one starts... That the FBI received information that the cartels were trying to buy a Russian submarine through a Russian gangster named Tarzan. Great gangster name, first of all. So then you meet Tarzan, and then he starts his story with he meets his buddy. I don't remember the buddy's name, but he meets his buddy through Vanilla Ice. Oh yeah. So this story has already started out with a gangster named Tarzan and a guy named Vanilla Ice. Wait, Ooh. a guy named Vanilla or Ice or the actual Van- The Vanilla Ice? And then a, a guy that they Holy meet Lord. through Vanilla Ice. Oh my god. So then Van- <laughs> Vanilla Ice introduces Tarzan to their buddy. And Tarzan, they even explain that he's connected to the New York mob, the New York mob comes down and buys into his Miami strip club that he owns. And the first 20 minutes is literally just pictures of celebrities and basketball players and athletes and millionaires hanging out in the strip club with Tarzan. And then it fast forwards to this guy shows up who is like a go-between for the cartels to like when they want to buy something weird or something big or something like that. He's the go-between. Like, how do you get that job? Like, I, I don't know. Like, he kind of he's he's on the run internationally. This guy, he's wanted by the FBI, and he still does this documentary. You have to watch it; it's amazing. Um, he literally 
he does this whole documentary and you can tell he's sitting in the cabin of a private jet and occasionally he looks out the window to make sure no one's coming up the tarmac to arrest him. <laughs> it's insanity. But yeah, his job was to try and find a Russian sub. Um, <laughs> and basically these guys are taking advantage of the fact that the Soviet Union collapses. So they were flying out to Russia every couple months and just buying stuff. Like one time they went and they bought a motorcycle factory. And they bought every single motorcycle out of the factory for something like $12 each. And then they were selling them for like $1,000 all around Central and South America. Yeah, because they're free. It's just free money. <laughs> it's free money. <laughs> Tell me that's not the craziest thing in the world. I'm going to buy a factory full of motorcycles. Well, yeah, and then you realize that the reason they got there is because of the Soviet Union's collapse. Like, great. So literally these guys took pictures in front of the Russian sub they were going to buy, which is completely against all security protocols and totally illegal. That's Even like Russia, number... you shouldn't be able to do that. Right, like that's the number one dumb thing that I love that people do. Pictures? Like pictures in some in front of something you're definitely not supposed to be doing. Like the people who post online, like Oh yeah. When sure. they rob someone and then they post a picture of them with all the money that they stole and it's like there he is, officer get him. <laughs> and then he's like, I can't believe I got arrested. It's like, well, if you weren't such an idiot, you would have gotten away with it. I've definitely heard of stories where the guy like posts on their Snapchat or their Instagram or something where they're like, yeah, just robbed a bank. And you're like, really? This is what you want to go with? He's got the geotag on. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Come find me. Uh, I think I saw someone were, were on Facebook the local police department puts up like their wanted pictures. Oh yeah, they wait for people to respond and people do. <laughs> yeah, and so people do respond and so occasionally it'll be the criminal themselves responding. That's bold. That's a strong position to take. You know what I need to do? I need to talk to the police about arresting me. <laughs> but like, they're, none of them are smart. None of them are like in a bees or something. They're like, they're super far away. <laughs> no, they're like in the same like... county at their mom's house. <laughs> Right, and they're like, you'll never get me, cappers. Wait, like, is that the police? <laughs> <laughs> It'll even say in the comment, geotagged from parents' home. <laughs> I think they know where you are, Todd. I think they know. Criminals aren't. <laughs> Criminals are just dumb sometimes. Well, like, so that's the thing, right? Like, robbery, just doing, acting, committing crime is just about being bold, not about being smart. Yes. Yes, for sure. Because sometimes you just do stuff that everyone else thinks no one would do. Right. They're like, what if I just walked up to the teller and told them to give me the money and then walked away? That's how banks get robbed, and then that's it. Well, you gotta think, like, the first guy who did it, you gotta think everyone in the room thought he was joking. Right? Like, the first time someone walked into a bank and was like, they're like, oh, do you want to make a deposit? And he's like, no, I want all the money. And they're like, oh, from your account? And he's like, no, from the bank. And they were like, ha, ha, ha. And then there was a gun on them. (laughs) (laughs) Like, who's the first? You know, like, we always wonder, we always make that joke, like, first person to eat a raw oyster or to cook an egg. But, like, who was the first bank robber? Yeah, and, like, like, at what level does it (laughs) count? Because it's, like... Robbing a bank in, like, the 1840s is, like, way different from, like, a modern bank robber. You know what? You actually probably used to get more money than you do now. Yeah. No one has cash anymore, and, like, there's now safety precautions. (laughs) Right, right. And then more than that, they put in, like, the marked bills and the paints and the smokes and the trackers and all that stuff. Yeah, like, robbing a bank's not easy. Although there's still people that do it to this day and then just don't get fined. Well, it's like that movie that the that was on the Netflix. Uh... I think we talked about it before. At least we, me and you, personally have. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember was what was it called? Hell on Earth or something like that? High ground or I don't know. It had a weird name. But where they're robbing the banks and Jeff yeah. Daniels is the state trooper. Yeah, yeah. They're they're bank robbing brothers. Jeff Bridges or Jeff Daniels? I can never keep them straight in my mind. I don't know. I'm bad at actor names. I'm just bad at names in general, to be honest with you. That's fair. It's because all of us white people look alike to you. 
That's not at all what it is, but okay, we'll just believe that if you want to. <laughs> I'm going to put racism on you, Nico. We don't have enough bad things on you. Oh, I see. I cop to everything. Uh, <laughs> you were always like, oh, not me. I don't do that. I don't know. Oh, not me. Racism. Oh, that's you. That's your thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, How does that make you feel? It's one of those things It's like... Oh, he's great in every way, except he's racist. <laughs> and it's like, like, aggressively, he's like, no, he's just mildly very racist. Yeah, he's just, he's like, he's racist, but not angry about it. Yeah. What is that? Like, <laughs> he's one of those guys that goes, well, obviously. <laughs> of course he would. Yeah, like, him. yeah that's the kind of thing. <laughs> he's the kind of person that says they. <laughs> But not, but not ironically. He just yeah. he means they. What do you mean those people? I mean those people. Right. <laughs> you know, very traditional. <laughs> but but <laughs> it's just funny because we all know someone who is super like. Oh yeah, they're all traditional, and it's just a really polite way of being like, "You're racist." Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, because that doesn't mean anything else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't mean from the regions. Like they mean, like you know, like you know, those people do. Right. My favorite HGTV quote: "My parents are very traditional." Gets me every time. <laughs> It means one thing. <laughs> it means it means one thing, and it's the funniest thing to have on TV of all things. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man, my addiction to YouTube is getting way worse, man. Oh, I feel that. I've been like my screen time is like seventeen hours a day now. Like the only time I'm off is when I'm asleep. I, I don't even want to discuss my screen my screen time at this point. It's like admitting to a felony. I feel like it's bad. It's essentially a crime. It's basically twenty five hours. <laughs> what I've done two screens at this point is is unlawful under labor laws. It's rough. It's rough. I'm literally like hours deep into my my cow horning videos where they where they sculpt the hoofs. It's you've you've watched so much it showed up on my recommended like yes like I've it's, it's officially affected me I watch I was scrolling through videos on my phone and I was like I was like cow I was like oh this is the thing that Cody watches all the time <laughs> never once have I seen it outside of me watching it at your house one time on your computer I'm telling you man like it's hypnotic bro and then like. It feels like it's kind of like a feel good vibe to it, even though he's not doing anything. Like, I don't know. That's not true. He's probably saving the lives of these cows. Let's be honest. If the cow is not walking right, they probably kill it. Yeah. Like, he's, he's probably, he's helping out these cows. I mean, like, he doesn't want them to have any problems. Right. But it's, it almost has like a, like a, I don't know if cathartic is the right word for it, but it probably is. Yeah. Like, a lot of it's getting something. Happy. Getting Mostly something, happy endings. yeah, like getting something unstuck from like a weird place is like the weirdest. Like, ah, finally, if you have like a splinter or like your shoes uncomfortable, <laughs> like just fixing that, you're just like, ah, this is like 2,000 times better. Like, just, even <laughs> just seeing him fix someone else's discomfort makes me feel better, though. Like, yeah, I, I think that makes me a good person, it makes me compassionate. Yeah, for these for these animals, I think so. Like, I don't like to brag, but I think that makes me a great person. <laughs> I'm not trying to flex on anyone, but I'm pretty much the race person ever. Yeah, this makes me an amazing person because when he makes the cows feel better, I feel better. <laughs> Does that make me think that I'm a cow? I don't think that's how compassion works, but I don't know. The psychology of this is getting confusing. I'm now afraid. Maybe I need to watch less of it. Or more? Would more be better? <laughs> you just watch so much you don't feel anything anymore. <laughs> Only if the cow gets better. 
So you just have to watch ones where he doesn't fix anything. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. Oh, okay, obviously. <laughs> All right, we're going to jump out to a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. I'm going to tell you guys about my friends, The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. Located right there on 1488 in Conroe. Right now, they're not open, but the Facebook page is active. They are still working every day to keep to keep their inventory going. They're building a website. They, they're working on some events behind the scenes that they can hopefully still put together, even maybe some, some internet-based things that they're working on. Uh, but they're, they want to stay connected with the community. They want to stay connected with you guys. And they want to keep serving the community in any way they can during these trying times. So reach out to facebook.com backslash, uh, I believe it's The Adventure Begins. If not, just check the search bar, The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more. We often link to them so you can see them on our page. Just reach out, and if you can support them at all, go ahead and do so uh, as everybody kind of goes through this great pandemic opportunity. Uh, thanks and be safe, guys. Hey, Conroe, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community, so takeouts. Uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who've been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, these sister stations, streaming worldwide at IrelandStar.com, and of course, make sure to check out Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. We're hanging out here, as always, on a Monday afternoon, just coming into your house, hanging out with you while... Keeping it clean and not breaking quarantine. Wiki wiki. Uh, this is Corey DLG, and with me as usual is little brother Nico. That's me. Yeah, that's right. I'm keeping it clean. I don't break quarantine. That was in honor of Travis Scott, who oh yeah did have a Fortnite concert. concert. Fortnite. I haven't watched it, although I kind of want to because I'm very curious. Um, okay, so what he did was a mix of some of his big hits and other tracks he picked out for the event, uh, along with what was essentially an, an interactive experience in the game with backup dancers made of fire, some lightning storms, the gravity would turn on and off. Um, oh, he flipped the gravity to everyone have the game upside down. Um, That's pretty dope. So I guess it was basically a concert on Fortnite. It doesn't sound like you could play the actual game during the show. I mean, that's fair. I want to watch Travis Scott do his cool performance thing, I guess. Do you, though? Because it's not him. It's an animated version of him. And it's like in the style of Fortnite, so it's cartoony even. I don't know. 12.3 million users, though. Can't go wrong with that. Can't go wrong with that. Like, every time you think you had him, it just, uh, so, just surprises you. Fortnite's been doing some crazy stuff. I didn't realize all this has happened here. Um, they've had a rocket ship break the sky. They had a volcano erupt in the middle of the island. They've had an iceberg crash into it. They've had pirates. They also have uh, X-Force skins for the Marvel characters from the X-Force. Domino, Cable, things like that. Um, they've also had Weezer make an appearance and Marshmallow did a concert. That's a lot of stuff. Just in this couple of months? Uh, in this short history of the game, they're saying. The game's only, what, three years old? Two years old? Yeah, two years old. It's super... These, like, these guys have kept their foot on the gas, to be that's impressive. for sure. 12.3 yeah. million users is never... 
it's never a small number. And no. considering that, you know, the game's free, so it's not even like it's a very difficult thing to start getting into. Right. And then the fact that they keep adding more content and keep adding layers to it, I think that does say some interesting things. I'm not sure, though. It's always it's always funny to remember when, like, video games are, like, a thing you bought, and now it's, like, the most profitable game was this free game. Right. Full of things you buy in it. Oh, this right. is a funny story. This is, You're going to like this here. Um, so the other day I'm talking to... Uh, talking to my little sister, checking in with her. She's she's the mother of three, and so we're sitting there talking, and I even make the comment. She goes, oh, okay, I gotta let you go, because I'm gonna take advantage of the fact that the kids are being quiet and try and get some work done. And I said, the kids are being quiet. Doesn't that usually mean something's doing something wrong? And she goes, yeah, usually. And then her phone beeped, and her husband was calling her, my brother-in-law, Gustin. So he's giving a call in, and she goes, oh, I gotta go. Gustin's calling. So she, I said, all right, I'll talk to you guys later. So she then texts me about five minutes later. Sure enough, something had gone wrong. Uh, he's texting because the kids have gotten onto his PlayStation and are buying Fortnite skins, and they just spent 40 bucks. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> I said, I guess it's time to take the card off the PlayStation. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's not good I'm trying to buy Fortnite skins bro <laughs> I don't even know like I'm sure I don't even want to know how many skins that is like I don't know like I feel like at this point like you can charge anything for any online thing and be like this is worth a million dollars right <laughs> Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> when she texted me, I just started laughing. And I was like, hmm, I guess they were a little too quiet there, weren't they? That's like primo bad kid thing. You're just like, all right, if I stay real quiet, they'll never figure it out. <laughs> if I'm quiet while I do this terrible thing, no one will know. <laughs> it's like, that's not how this works. It's like, what do you mean? It's perfectly, it's soundproof. Yeah, it's exactly how this works. Um, all right, before we get into anything else, Nico, go ahead and tell everybody about the Adventure Begins comics, games, and more. The Adventure Begins comics, games, and more webpage is now fully operational. We got everything up now. You can order your stuff through there. Uh, you can clear out your box. They don't have individual comics for sale, but if you do have a box ready, you can clear it out there. Uh, they got several events going down. You got Chaz hosting live trivia on Facebook at 7.30 on Wednesdays. Uh, and then you also have the Quarantined Con, May 2nd and 3rd. You got Chaz and Jericho hosting a 48-hour uh, charity event. So Ooh. it's pretty. It's a pretty serious thing. We did the 24 hours, so I don't know how they're going to survive two days. Oh, God. Uh, with knives. That's how. Like, yeah, like this is gonna be insane. <laughs> uh, and they're going to host more online talks and discussions. Uh, there was a read manga video posted, and then Tuesday the twenty eighth uh, at six p.m., uh, Michaela is hosting a comic discussion, and all that stuff can be found on their Facebook page. You can uh, links will be posted in their Facebook page. They also have a Discord server. I believe that's still up, so you can go talk to them there as well. They're trying to stay, we're trying to stay connected, staying local, support your, uh, supporting them, and supports us. It's a great, big, happy family. <laughs> yeah, I love these guys. They've always been great to us. We've had a great time with them. It's been a good journey with those guys, and, um, you know, they, they're going strong still, and honestly, it's been, um, yeah, man, you know, this is, the quarantine stuff is hard. It affects everybody. Uh, but I was able to pick up my box here last week, so that was super nice. Got to been reading through my comic books, been catching up on everything that's happening in the universe. Considering new comic books won't come out for another month at least, it sounds like. Yeah, so you're like you're super caught up. You don't have to worry now. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm so caught up they may never come out again. No, I mean they are. They will at some point. Um. You know, I just, you know, man, 
I just thought about this. I should be rewatching the Marvel shows. The, uh, which ones? The the ones on Netflix. Oh, the the Daredevils and all them. Yeah, I I I never finished them. So. <laughs> oh yeah. I just thought about that. Like literally sitting here, I was like, oh, you know what? I've never finished those. Um, I, mean, I, I never I never watched any of them. Like now, I feel like well, I'd almost I almost feel like I, I I shouldn't because like they're never coming back. <laughs> Yeah, don't get too attached. That's a good point. Because they're not going to come back. They're like, in a, they're like in a weird limbo where they're like, yeah, you can watch them, but like any loose plot threads, anything you want to know, like you're never going to get another season. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but in some way, that's the best way to watch this show, right? Like, Yeah, no, definitely. Like you, you just want to watch something like The Runaways like ends really solidly and like like it does doesn't it, need... see, that makes me feel better about watching it because because when I finished the la- I finished season two, I sort of felt like because for a little while they kind of hesitated on bringing it back or not, and I was like, if they end it here, I'm gonna be very upset. Yeah, like it's technically done, but like there's so much there still left. Right, exactly. So they had better not. Yeah, and it's not my. It's not like I don't. I don't really like the third season that much. Like it's an interesting and cool season, but like I don't, I don't it's not it's not my favorite. I think the first one's still my favorite. Really? Uh the first and second I think work really well as like a storyline through and through. And the third feels really rushed because like they introduce a new big bad and then defeat them in the same season. It's sort of anime esque though, isn't it? But live action you get fewer episodes. Yeah, no, and like it, it just it doesn't feel super rushed, but like and then, like, because, like, the last episode is just them wrapping up this whole thing and giving it a nice ending. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, I can see how that's a little disappointing. I mean, it's, it's, but it was a nice ending. Like, it's, it's, it's cute. It, it makes you feel happy. It's happy go lucky. It's great. Like, it's a good ending. And it doesn't leave anything like, Dang well, what about this? Yeah. Like, everything, all your questions have pretty much been solved and you can kind of theorize where these characters go. They kind of like give you like a like a bait and switch and like here's where they are in the future. Uh, it's mm. a really interesting setup. Okay, all right. Now, now I'm intrigued. Um, Netflix dropped Extraction, starring Chris Hemsworth. Man, Netflix is really killing the game right now. They also yeah. have Avatar: The Last Airbender coming out in a couple days. The live action movie. The original animated series, the first three seasons of the original Avatar: The Last Airbender, because they're working on a live action one. Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't bad enough the first time. They need to go back and make sure they completely. Well, the first it. one was M Night Shyamalan, and the second one is actually the writers from the original series. So. Uh, it's pronounced Shmialalalalalalalan. Plot twist. Yeah, I need you to remember that. Okay. M. Night Shyamalan's. <laughs> In Night Schmack, to see this coming. <laughs> Stupid. Um, Extraction's pretty good. I went ahead and watched it Friday night when it came out. Is it a movie? It is. It's a movie. It's basically... Remember how been, we've been talking about how like every old actor has like that crazy intense action movie, like one left in them? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. No, this is actually a little bit closer to Keanu Reeves and John Wick than it is to old guy in action movie. Uh, so not like Expendables, but like something else. Right, because it's really just a really fast movie from start to finish. Extraction does not spend a long time setting up. Yeah, because it's about extraction. It's about leaving. It's a So Chris Hemsworth is a mercenary for hire. Um, this little Indian drug lord's kid gets kidnapped. And Chris Hemsworth is hired to steal him back rather than negotiate and pay ransom. Yeah. So, stuff. So, it's literally just like, get him out. It's it's like, get him out. The whole movie... Yeah, the whole movie is over the span of like, a day. One day. 24 hours. That's my favorite thing ever. 
Um, so a lot of times it is. Man on Fire is probably one of the rare exceptions where an action movie takes place over a long period of time, but it's yeah. still really good. I think it's also interesting that it's also called Man on Fire because it keeps you on fire, don't last very long. Right. But somehow we're taking place over several days or weeks or however long. Also, it has one of the best Christopher Walken lines ever. When he's talking about uh, Denzel Washington's character, mm-hmm. uh, and he says, uh, Creasy is an artist, and he's about to paint his masterpiece. And his art is death. Oof, that's pretty good. It's a terrible Christopher Walken, but it's a great line. It's a good line. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like so, Extraction is is it's one of those fast paced action movies. It's very John Wick in the sense that like set up, set up, and then an hour and a half. Yeah, just just all action all the time forever. Bing bang boom 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 bang bang boom boom bang bang. Are you tired yet? Bang 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 boom bang 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 bang. Are you still tired? Bang 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 bang. Into the yeah, and then you get out of the you get out of your seat and you're like, wow, that was a lot of popcorn. Do, do we have any popcorn? No, we ate it all? Yeah, yeah, because it was delicious. <laughs> it is It is definitely one of those movies where it's just like, nom, 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 nom. But it's good. It's also interesting. I like that movies now are shooting in these different locations. You know, we're not showing the same seven places over and over again. Well, you're telling me we're not going to Miami, New York, or like France? Right. I also, um, speaking of movies in different locations, I also rented uh, Underwater. You rented? Rented. On PlayStation, it was like, they were having a, like a flash sale, it was like two ninety nine. Oh, like a movie? Yeah. Oh, and it's okay. called Underwater. Alright, what's that about? It's uh, Kristen Stewart at the bottom of the ocean with T.J. Miller. Is this the, is this the one where they're like, they're like, there's like crazy sea monsters yes they're drilling they're at the bottom of the ocean on a, in a deep sea drilling rig yeah. and they may have released something is this part of the cloverfield series because that's literally the setup for cloverfield <laughs> uh, my only problem with something along these lines is while we do drill at the bottom we don't put people at the bottom like because we can't like they die <laughs> well so they have these like super underwater suits you know that are kind of like little signs yeah like little walking tanks kind of but if you think like the cost of making a suit like that would be astronomical like yeah like that was my least favorite so (laughs) you in the knights of the old republic the star wars game they give you one of those dumb big walking tank suit type deals and it's the funniest thing ever because they don't, like, they're not like, oh, you could just jump around. It's like, no, you're basically a walking statue and you just waddle along for, like, 15 minutes underwater. <laughs> <laughs> what is the point? Like, right, yeah. It's like, why? What is this? <sighs> and it's the same thing in this one. Yeah, it's like, not... there's no point to having a, a giant, like, it's like a seven-inch layer of metal so you don't come, like, implode exactly that's exactly what it is and so like watching them put them on and then it does do some really interesting things about underwater physics like it shows a couple different times people implode instead of you know they like they decompress like the pressure crushes them yeah because that's what will happen to you if you're underwater right so it happens a couple different times it's crazy uh it's very unexpected like oh <laughs> but it, but it is just this really it, it's another one of those movies where it's really fast within five minutes you're in it yeah it doesn't it does really take a whole lot of setup to go we're underwater and there's something underneath it boop, boop, boop. like it could be space sharks for all we care <laughs> like these aren't just regular sharks they're aliens Space sharks, distant cousins of the street sharks. <laughs> Anytime someone says street sharks, all I think about is Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel selling street sharks. It's one of those things the internet was made for, right? Because you're like, because you're like Vin Diesel, isn't that the guy from Chronicles of Riddick? And then there's one guy who's going, 
Isn't that the guy who sold me street sharks? Hey, isn't that that street shark dude back in Brooklyn? <laughs> and it's like, oh, you're right. Like, how old is Vin Diesel in that? Like, 20? He's in his early 20s because he was, he was trying to be an actor. I think he was a break dancer and then, like, street promoter or something. Which is the greatest thing that I'm so sad that a lot of people have given up on is the street performers. <laughs> like, why aren't paying people in Hollywood being like, oh, having a career in acting, bruh? I'm a professional break dancer. Like, well, they do, right? Like, so they'll have like the you'll see the same guy in like five movies break dancing. Right. Yeah. Like, I feel like we we like missed like because I remember back in like kind of like the earlier 2000s when they had like break dancing shows like uh so you think you can dance or like oh that's the, true. yeah you're right like the dance the the dance team one i forget what that one was called that was the one on mtv right that's that's the one that gave us the jabberwockies yeah that's a classic right there the jabberwockies have a show in vegas now yeah like they're really cool and like their aesthetic is like amazing they're so smart too because it's like even if like even if one of them like retires and they get a new guy, like you'd never know unless you're like well, yeah, super that's... mega analyzed man. Well, that's the point of the mask. Also, probably the people who own the Jabberwockies at this point aren't dancing anymore. The career of a life of a dancer probably isn't that long. Uh, a few of them are still in it. Like I know that some of them have retired and they brought on new people before, but I know like there's like a, one or two of them that are still like the original. How cool would it be to be like a retired Jabberwocky? Like, just as cool as it was being, like, an 80s voice actor, I'm assuming. Like, no one really knows who you are, but, like, it was a cool career at the time. Right, for sure. You can tell people, yeah, man, I hung out with Shaq. Like, I used to do stuff on TV. Uh, I met j yeah, like, yeah, but you don't have any of, like, the backlash of, like, people know who you are. It's like, yeah, I was wearing a mask the whole time. They would never right. know. <laughs> now I live in the suburbs and I've got a 401k, like. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of those. That's one of those smart moves right there. Big brain moves. Wear a mask while you're fan. <laughs> that's like that's like my favorite like thing about like DJs. It's like you don't even know, man. Like he's just some random guy in a costume. Oh, all the DJs who like hide their faces and all that. Yeah, like marshmallow or something. Well, somebody was saying how like smart Sia is. She's done such a good job of concealing her face through all of this. Yeah, only like recently had she like shown her face at all. But she, but even then, she's only done it occasionally because at this point, like the little girl is more well known than she is, like all of it. So. Oh yeah, no, like if, if like she was like I remember walking. She's like, she was like I got stopped at a, at a Target and they asked me for something, and she was like I I thought they recognized who I was, and then they asked me to pass them something from like behind her. <laughs> And she was like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. She what was like, there was a moment of tiny panic, but, like, then they were like, ask me for something totally normal. <laughs> what a what a cool feeling that has to be to have, like, such a huge secret in a room full of people that you know would love to know it's you, but you get to, like, keep it from them. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to say anything. And even if you did, they wouldn't believe you. Yeah, they'd make you sing to prove it, right? They'd be like, "No, you're not." Yeah, they'd be. You'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm the singer." See you. And it's like, what? What? This no, is a Target lady. No, you're not. Don't lie to me. Yeah, for, yeah. First of all, being in the Targets already, <laughs> people already don't believe you. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. That's a. Oh, that's such a smart idea. Maybe she is one of those people who's who's doing it for X amount of money, and when she has it, she retires. I mean, that would make that would make sense. But you got to think, surely she's earned enough by now. I mean, she really doesn't make a ton of music. Yeah, but the albums are all hits. I mean, look if they keep it, if they they keep hitting, you don't have to stop. I guess that's true. I mean, maybe you just want to though. I mean, I'm, you, sure, I'm sure with, that, with the like, right numbers in the bank account here for for old DLG, you wouldn't find it anywhere. I mean, that's fair, but some people are like, I like, like doing this. I it doesn't matter. I don't care. Even if I love doing it, once like if I don't have to, have to, you're just gonna dip and just vanish. Yeah, and then maybe I'll do like the specials or something. 
I'll show up for the anniversaries. I'll be like Joey Savage and I'll show up for the four year. Soon it will just be me and some dude. You better start grooming my replacement, bro. The money's coming in. <laughs> <laughs> or, but see, now you're just in a bad bind because you don't have another brother to lean on. I don't have, I don't have another brother. Yeah. You're running, you're, we're running out of family members now. <laughs> to get my sister to do it. Yeah, she did okay. She'd be all right. You two would do a good show. She's coming back in town. I'm so excited. All right. Well, make sure she calls me. And um, in the meantime, make sure you guys are checking out the podcast. It drops every day at, what, 3 o'clock now? 301? Is that what we did? 2. 2 o'clock. There we go. In the meantime, thanks for listening. On behalf of little brother Nico and myself, same nerd thug time, same nerd thug channel. Stay safe, stay clean, stay happy. Later. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. Going to tell you guys about my friends, The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. Located right there on 1488 in Conroe. Right now, they're not open, but the Facebook page is active. They are still working every day to keep to keep their inventory going. They're building a website. They, they're working on some events behind the scenes that they can hopefully still put together, even maybe some, some internet-based things that they're working on. Uh, but they're, they want to stay connected with the community. They want to stay connected with you guys. And they want to keep serving the community in any way they can during these trying times. So reach out to facebook.com backslash. Uh, I believe it's The Adventure Begins. If not, just check the search bar. The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. We often link to them so you can see them on our page. Just reach out. And if you can support them at all, go ahead and do so. Uh, as everybody kind of goes through this great pandemic opportunity. Uh, thanks and be safe, guys. Hey, Conroe, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community, so take out uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who have been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio.